Hey everyone, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It is so lovely to have you and thank you again for sharing this podcast with whoever may need it, honestly. I have had the absolute pleasure of hosting this show and continuing to build the networks that we all need, honestly, during this time. If there's anything that we can add maybe to the show, any feedback that you may have, I am seriously all ears and I am always looking to bring more value to you all. So however we can help you, definitely let me know. I also want to let you all know that I have been doing quite a few styled shoots here in town, um, in Phoenix lately. If you are a photographer in the Phoenix Um, California, Colorado, New Mexico, maybe even area, and you would like to participate in these shoots, maybe, I mean, if you're one of my friends from abroad, I'd love to have you as well. Uh, We are having a good, good time with these styled shoots. They are um, a shootout style, so with multiple photographers, but uh, more than happy to have anyone that wants to come and join in on the party we are like i said having a lot of fun with these style shoots definitely would love to have you out um so definitely keep an eye on the style shoots on my instagram facebook i post them pretty much um, all throughout my social i do max out at 10 to 12 uh, photographers but if there is anything else that i can do for you all just let me know but if not enjoy this podcast thanks guys Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast. I have Elliot on the line and we have actually connected through Instagram. Super excited to learn more about his company, um, learn more about him as a person and his business in general. Um, but Elliot, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, your company, and let people know um, how long you've been around for. Well, my name's Elliot Rossetti. Um, I'm up in Northern California, just uh, outside the Bay Area. Uh, my first wedding was uh, 2007. Um, my my uh, company name is Rosetti Photography, after my last name. Um, and I've been doing um, mainly weddings for about uh, 13 years. Now, that's not hasn't been full-time for 13 years. It's been about uh, nine years full-time, eight, nine years, so um, that's where, that's my introduction. And then, um, you know, how did you really get your start into the industry? Um, I actually dated a uh, a girl back um, about 15 years ago, and her dad was a photographer, a wedding photographer. And um, I've always loved, you know, uh, taking pictures, and I love photography, but I, I never knew what I was doing. I just had an uh, old Nikon N65, like, 35-millimeter camera, and I just loved taking pictures and getting the film developed and, like, oh, I forgot about I took this picture. Oh, what did this look like, you know? And... Then when they came out with the digital cameras, the digital SLRs, um, I met that girl, uh, Stephanie, um, Stephanie Briggs, and she had uh, one of the first Nikon, I don't even know the model, uh, digital SLR. And I asked her, and she was living in Southern California, and I was living up here, and I asked her if I could borrow it one week 
and um, I just fell in love. And then, you know, I started assisting her dad um, at weddings, and I, I actually honestly hated it um, because, you know, I wasn't confident. I didn't know what I was doing. And then when, when you when you don't have the confidence and you don't know what you're doing, you just, like, sit there like a, you know, scared to do anything because you're afraid you'll mess something up. But that's how I got into it. And then I started going to WPPI every year um, with them, and I just started getting more confident. And then um, I actually started to love weddings, um, like maybe a couple years after we broke up and started doing it on my own. Um, so that's that's how I got into the industry. Okay. And then um... – just was it, I mean, time and time again of doing the weddings that you eventually fell into love with it? Or, you know, what was kind of your shift from, you know, starting off, you're like, I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> well, I, I, well, it seems like I got confidence and know what I was doing. I actually did a workshop in um, a Jared Yehonis, uh workshop in 2013. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, uh, I had like, I think it may be $4,000 in my bank, and I just got laid off from mm. um, from a, a bank because of the banking industry back um, back then. You know, they, they, it was actually uh, Wachovia. And okay. I said, well, if I'm going to make it as a photographer, I need to get way better, and I need to – invest in some sort of workshop and it was a, it was a, it was the workshop was about 3500 bucks if i remember so it, it it was definitely a leap um and it was the best best thing i just like instantly clicked lighting everything um so um then i became super confident and then i actually enjoyed weddings and i fell in love with weddings and now they're kind of a routine and um it just clicks for me um you know some other photographers ask me how do you how do you get that or what do you i I don't know it just clicks you know i just i don't know what i'm going to do till the day of or actually even at that moment i I don't know what my pictures i just it it just comes to me so and then um you know off of the planner side of things you know i generally kind of know what's going on obviously off the photographer end of things on the day of but um just briefly you know just in general obviously all weddings aren't the same but could you kind of run people through what a wedding day looks like I mean from absolute start you know once your car's packed and I mean all the way down to the end like what does it kind of look like for you wedding day wise um, it usually starts off like what I what and these, this is what I've tweaked over the years because um, just you know you learn as you go. Um, it starts off with I usually start with the guys first. I show up early to their hotel room or you know their house, and I I usually photograph the guys first. I have them get ready earlier because it's just easier and get them done because for some reason the uh, women just tend to you know run behind a little bit you know because the hair and makeup take a little bit longer because everything wants to be perfect 
Uh, everybody wants it to be perfect. And so um, if I not finish with the guys first, then I can just hang out with the girls um, and not be kind of rushed for time. And then mm-hmm. after we get some of the getting ready shots and the details, um, usually head over to the venue. Um, and that's where I usually meet the, the wedding planner, um, depending on what kind of venue it is. But, um, and they give the timeline for the day. Usually I get it beforehand, but sometimes I get it the day of. Um, and we, we capture some photos of the bridesmaids, and, and depending on if they want to do a first look at, ahead of time, um, we capture it. We try to, if they choose to do a first look, we knock those all out, all the pictures we can ahead of time. So that way um, they can enjoy their cocktail hour and um, then get some of the creative shots after the ceremony and reception. Usually around sunset, I, I like to get my wow shots, the creative ones with, uh, I use a lot of off camera flash to get, you know, the sunsets and um, the clouds, whatever it may be. Um, and then, um, I'm probably, you know, fast forwarding through eight, nine hour day through in like five minutes, but, um, uh, and then we go, you know, to the reception where they're dancing, get dancing pictures. Um, and then, you know, it's pretty much the, how a fast forward wedding goes, you know, just, you go in stages. Um, and right, and for me, it's like, Right after the um, the hardest part for me, and I don't know it's not, not that hard, is actually a um, um, the family formals right after the the ceremony. Sometimes if there's you know the wedding planner's there and helps like get the family together ahead of time or lets them know, that makes it the thing. The, the timeline stay on track and um, the wedding runs so much like smoother because it's a pain to, if they want to, if they have a big family and they want family photos and they have, uh, they can't find somebody and, you know, that takes a long time. So once yeah. I finish those, then it's like easy street for me. Okay. And then yeah. um, your opinions on a first look does it speed up and I mean and question as like I know nothing because <laughs> this is sort of okay. the, the, but um, you know having a first look I know a lot of people go back and forth on whether or not they should do it from a photographer perspective um, does it save time off of the timeline for the couple on the day of Um, in my opinion, um, first looks are nice, um, but they're also more challenging because first look is usually um, done earlier in the day where the lighting is not, you know, perfect. You know, uh, usually when you don't do a first look, you have the, um, you know, you get you get more in the afternoon light and it's not as harsh. Um, so first look is, um, has some advantages because you can usually have more time with the couple and you can do a lot more stuff. 
but it's also a challenge if the lighting is like a summer wedding and it's straight above and there's not really, if you're at a venue that doesn't have much shade, um, mm-hmm. then you're going to run into some challenges as a, from a photographer's standpoint um, yeah. versus like an, if you do the uh, all of them in the afternoon. Um, mm-hmm. uh, however, if I, when I'm doing first looks, I like to do both. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell a couple hey, let's do these, knock it out, you guys can enjoy the cocktail hour, and then I'm going to take you at around sunset to get some of those creatives. Usually um, that that is the best way to do it because um, sometimes you only have 10 minutes, even if you don't do a first look, you will have 10 minutes to get bride and groom photos. And um, But – it really depends on the couple if they're more traditional or not. Sometimes they want to see them coming down the aisle. So. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. So then, um, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. You just have to be. You just have to adapt. Um, because sometimes I've been to a wedding where they want to do a first look, and their hair and makeup was running so far behind that we had to scrap it. You know, you have to you have to improvise, and. Um, that's what you know, because no wedding ever goes exactly as planned. There's always a little bit, yeah. you know. There's people that have pretty smooth weddings, but um, no timeline is exact on a wedding day. And there's something that always like, you know, you have to improvise a little bit. Um, so, um, yeah, no, and no, and then, no. Go ahead. Um. So then. You know, for you, I mean, being able to, you know, move with the flow and, you know, have the fires come as they do come, um, is that, you know, definitely just like a mindset shift or just an adaptability and flexibility off of your end? You know, what does that kind of look like for you to be able to move with the punches at that point? For me, I don't really stress. So, I mean, at weddings, like I can adapt and be I'm flexible. I'm just I've just done it for so long that um, I get in this zone. So if a wedding planner tells me I got five minutes, okay, I got five minutes. I'm gonna make it happen. Just make it happen. And um, or if we got this, but it's it's also comes with a lot of experience for me. Where um, starting off, I would have been like freaking out. You know, but now it's um, okay. I got five minutes, but it's like being able, if, if being flexible, and um, and just adapt to the situation. Um, now, usually, you know, not not all weddings have wedding planners, but mm-hmm. um, usually the weddings with wedding planners, like um, they run a lot more. You know smoothly so um i've been to some weddings where there's like people are sitting around like what the hell is going on yeah you know yeah it's so um being able to adapt and be flexible is is uh key for a wedding day Mm -hmm. so then um you know for you do you currently have 
any podcasts or books that you enjoy listening to? You know, I there's books I um, there's books I I've um, bought over the years that I've read um, posing books and it's uh, Lindsay Adler's posing book, um, um, Roberto Valenzuela's you know wedding books. I haven't finished them. I've read a you know a hundred pages or whatever, and like you know just I'm taking it short, slowly but surely. Um, but there, there isn't any podcast I, I listen to, but there's, there's websites that I go to for inspiration. And it's, um, it's Jerry Gihonis' uh, wedding, I don't know the exact uh, website is it, or what website is called, but it's, um, it's this photographer training. And it's got years of um, video and um, – like real wedding stuff um, where he's at real wedding, the real wedding situations. And um, I go there for inspiration um, and just as a confidence builder, you know, so you get, it's like preparation before a game, you know, mm-hmm. practice and get some, you know, the juices flowing. Like I usually, that's my routine a, a day or two before I start watching Video just to see, okay, getting that mindset. Oh, okay, that's that's a good idea. Boom, and then you kind of put your own twist on it, and um, that's what it looks like for me. Um, and I always try to learn every day, so um, I'm always um, want to see what other photographers do because that doesn't just because I do it another one way um, doesn't mean it's the right way. Um, I, I, I second shoot maybe one or two weddings a year for different photographers I've never worked with just to see what they do. Um, and maybe I can learn something from them that I don't do. Like, oh, I never thought of this. I mean, I've also, also a couple of years ago, I questioned, why do I do it this way? Well, because this is the way I learned under the first photographer I started getting in the industry with. And who says they're right? So they got me doing it wrong. So I'm going to do it my own way because I I wondered why I do it this way. Why do I um, photograph the details this way? Why do I do it this way? No, let me do it my own way. And um, why, like, why do I need to capture 5,000 photos of people dancing? It's all the same picture. Uh So this is what these are just things I I started questioning myself why do I do, do it this way and it all came back to well that's the way I learned so uh, it doesn't mean it's the right way yeah and did you kind of come about this realization or you know almost like an audit on yourself uh, recently or when did this kind of all happen this was about three four years ago. Um, I came on, um, came uh, to me because just actually came, stumbled upon me because I went to I I, uh, I helped out another photographer um, that was coming back from Europe and she had a day a wedding a day the day after she she, she was tired she's like I need you to you know take the lead for me I'm gonna be so tired 
and I noticed the things she did, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder, she does them a little bit different than I do, but why do I do it the way I do? Uh-huh. And then I started thinking about it, and um, and then I just totally changed um, some of the things I, I do. Um, and they're really, really basic. I, you know, I can't even tell you. They're like um, um, more of eliminating um, pictures like that I take versus taking every single, you know, picture I can. You know, like you just, when you're like, okay, uh, they're not going to want this picture. Why am I taking it? I think. So um, it, it's it's something like um, I've learned, but everybody's got to have their own system. And I feel like it sounds like, I mean, being more efficient with your time. Um, yeah, really that's, that's, yeah, yeah. The underlying um, nugget, called all the nuggets, so underlying nugget at hand for sure. Um, so then, I mean, time management-wise, this, I mean, this is you full-time, correct? Or is this side hustle currently? Yeah, full, full-time. Okay, so then, you know, to be able to manage your time wisely, um, do you kind of time block off of your end? Do you, you know, have maybe certain days that you do meetings? You know, what does your, you know, pre, I mean, COVID-19, what did your schedule look like? Well, weddings were, you know, on the weekends usually, so um, when I, uh, when I first started, I couldn't wait to look at the pictures. Like, oh my God, that day, that, that night when I got home, I can't wait to look at these pictures and edit them. Now, it's like uh, I wait a few days, you know, to look at them. Um, so, the weddings are on the weekends. Then, um, the, the first, I take a few peeks at a, a sneak peeks at a couple pictures on you know monday i get on the computer and start uh looking at my favorite pictures pictures and then you know do little tweaks and edits with that um during the week as mo- mainly um you know go finishing up the wedding updating the websites and then connecting with um other photographers in the area to I mean, it's not weekly, but trying to, you know, uh, challenge each other to take something uh, that week, so you can you can stay inspired because you know sure. you get through a lot of weddings through the year, you get kind of burnt out, and you, you well, I don't I don't get burnt out, but I I have been where you're like, oh, uh, same old thing, but the the key is to like you got to do personal projects for yourself. Like, okay, this is what I want to photograph. Um, I want to photograph in this location and this location. And this is, you know, I want to, whatever you want to do. I want to take pictures of kids. I want to take pictures of dogs, you know, something personal that you want to do. And it'll inspire you and then inspire you for like weddings. Like, Oh, I can do this on a wedding, but you have to do the personal projects versus what so you don't get burnt out 
Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think is important because there are a ton of drivers will get burnt out um, yeah. doing the same thing because they're they're doing it for their uh, client instead of doing some personal project for them. Like I want to take, like I'll tell you, um, I saw a picture of my dog wet one time. He he was mm-hmm. took him you know in the lake and he was swimming. He came out. And he looked so cool and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my personal project. I want to capture that face and some lighting with his hair wet and everything and look mm-hmm. cool. So I was super excited about that for a week of planning. So um, personal projects um, during the week sometimes, but um, connecting with other photographers um, in the wedding industry and, you know, videographers, um, it's good to have connections and contacts with, with them because you will be working with them um and and um so we try to um well before this there's uh, you know there's there's like a meet up once every couple months like um uh usually at like a coffee shop or and you just talk about um you know what's going on um but now, I mean, I, I totally forgot what the hell is normal anymore. I mean, it's, I can't believe it's almost May and the things really started. Like, um, I really, when I first heard about COVID, I, I thought it was, oh, it's going to be a couple of weeks. Oh, I know. And now, <laughs> I don't even know if that, who knows? Right. Try not to stress about it because you don't know, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, I don't know what other photographers are doing, um, not to get off topic but at this time, but I started going through all my landscape pictures that I've taken over the years and putting them together and put them on a website, and I've sold a few of those. So um, you just got to get creative. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And shifting. You know, I, I hear the word all the time, but it's pivoting, you know, your business to now accommodate for you know, extra. Yeah, you have to, yeah. I, I, I mean, no, honestly, nobody knows what's, this is the truth. No. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Right. You can't, everyone likes to think, I want to think it's going to go back to normal, but you, you can't uh, really predict what's going to happen. Um, so it, it, I, I know that um, someday this all, all end, but who knows how the, um, wedding industry will, and how that will change. You know, people like my cousin. I'm thinking, man, if everyone has your mindset, we're screwed. You know, yeah. thinking how much money they can save. So, but you don't know what other people's mindset are, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know couples that well where I can say, hey, yeah, you should you should save money. You know, I don't. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's difficult for sure. Um, so then, I I forgot now what question I was gonna ask you. Um. I totally forgot the question that I was going to ask you. Well, I'm just going to come up with another one then. <laughs> um, for you, yeah. do you have, I mean, a 
favorite, like absolute favorite part of your business in general? Um, weddings are actually my favorite. Like, well, engagements, weddings, they're, they're my favorite um, part. Just because I feel like, now, this is what I always feel like, you have this beautiful scenery, and the way I, I go through it is like, this looks like a cool landscape photo, but it needs something in there. It needs a, a, a couple in there. That's how I take my pictures. Like, um, if I have this beautiful scenery, I'm like, okay, let me set up the scene, and then let me add the bride and groom. Um, so, um, weddings are my favorite. Um, I just, I just love them, um, because it's, it's, they're never, no weddings the same. And then just capturing that special, you know, photos of the special day for them. And then my absolute favorite is when they get a wedding album. And just mm-hmm. when that first that wedding album comes in, and they can just replay that day, um, that that's my favorite part. So of the of the wedding uh, of, my, of my business is weddings. Um, okay. so, yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. And then, um, you know, how can we help you? Um, I would say just by connecting with me, um, social media or, um, yeah, social media, Instagram, Facebook, and building, um, more relationships, um, having a, a relationship with, um, a lot of vendors, you don't know what, what, uh, what you're going to need in the future, um, uh, you don't know if you're ever going to need help on something. You're in an emergency. Um, having more relationships with other vendors um, is is definitely important, and yeah. um, that's that's what I would I would say. Okay, for sure, yeah. And then, um, what is I mean, one last nugget that you have for the Nugget Crew? Um, okay. My one last nugget, I would say, um, to be, be someone that you can, is, uh, that you work well with others, um, and really, really, um, re- respect other vendors' work. Um, if everyone works together, the wedding, the bride and groom, because it's really about the bride and groom, the customer service, the everything. If they, if they can see, uh, uh, this never happened with me, but um, other um, other photographers are complaining about other videographers or other the, the 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 wedding planner or whatever. But if everybody's working together, and because they're all trying to do a job. And, and not not one job is more important than the other. I mean, I know uh, photographers think that, oh, my job is the most important, you know. Well, it all, it all has to run smoothly, you know. So, um, the and and it'll it, it'll give the bride and groom like a big smile on the face of the night that they chose the right vendors, 
if everyone just works together and gives everyone respect that they're doing the same job and their job is important to them and to important to the bride and groom, um, then, then that's going to make, uh, you look good and the, all the vendors look good. And then it's going to lead to other, you know, future jobs. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, then yeah, I mean, do you have? No, that was your nugget. Sorry, I'm like my mind's totally out of it. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you. I mean, for again being on the podcast today, it was. I mean, chatting with you, getting to know you. Um, like I said before, I'll definitely link up your social and your website so everyone can follow along with Ellie. Um, but yeah, if I can bring you in the meantime, please let me know. Um, number is on my Instagram. You know, you can definitely reach out to me whenever. But um, yeah, thank you again for being on and rest of your week. Um, so yeah, we'll chat soon. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Elliot. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast today. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and then also TikTok, Miranda Madison Events on all three of the platforms, you guys. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day.